This episode of Enchanting Aspects is brought to you by Molly Valkyrie, Roxy B, and Jay. Thank you so much for being a patron. Enjoy the episode. Can you want a fucking bees sugar? I, Amy. That's a meme, and you're supposed to say, please, I just want to see my wife again. And then I say, chin can none get. I, I don't go onto the same circles of the. I'm not on Twitter. Like, oh, this is, I, this is Tumblr, baby. Uh, I, I just like never, I never know what to expect coming out of your mouth. <laughs> And yet, it's it's always like, damn, I should have seen that coming. Yeah. Um. So have you ever, Jupiter? Have you? <laughs> you have red uh, hair. That is true. So, which that means, is correct. Which means you are mad. Sure. Because red red means angry. Um, yes, as I've as I've learned from hit TV movie Inside Out. Yeah. Um. So have you ever just been so mad? You're really working for this. I, I, you're really working for it. I can see you putting in the effort. The cogs in your brain are turning. I see where you're going. You just gotta land the the plane. Um. So, when I was a kid, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was on a cruise ship, and the okay. the whole the whole cruise ship. There was like this um, little like kid child daycare inside of the cruise ship, so that if the mommies and daddies and wanted to get drunk, they could leave their kids at the little play place to be watched. Uh-huh. And so the entire cruise ship ride, which was like I don't know two or three days, I don't remember how long cruise ships are. Um, my parents were like, "Amy, please, we're here at this cool island, and we're gonna go on the island and explore it." get off the boat please and i was like no i'm gonna hang out at the kids place so i never once left the boat never saw any sightseeings i stayed on the boat anyways none of that mattered um what i on the boat has been okay all (laughs) right no 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 let me finish (laughs) let you let you finish your thought um so on the boat um we were making like nicknames for everybody and it had to be in the alliteration of your name like sexy susan or shit like that and then so they're like oh uh-huh. amy what should amy be and like i couldn't think of anything because i was just a silly little stupid kid um and the first word that they thought of is angry amy how about angry amy and i was like what the fuck i'm not fucking angry what <laughs> um and i was so mad that they thought they called me angry and then now I'm here, 23 years old, and I'm like, yeah, I am full of rage. That does make sense. Oh, my God. <sighs> I, Amy, this has been three separate intros to this episode. <laughs> You've d- you have done three separate intros, and I was like, all Amy has to do is land this. <laughs> and then you were like, nah, instead of landing this plane, I am going to jump out of the plane door and into a different plane um so this is our 50th episode it certainly is and we're doing something a little special um we're doing something that is what we don't do ever and that's (laughs) be negative and mad um Uh bitches Uh we're doing anti-aspects it's finally time. It's finally time to do anti-aspects. We're finally being mean and mad. We're going to be mean. We're going to be mean and mad for once in our fucking lives. We're going to complain about shit because we've never complained <laughs> on this podcast. We've never complained even once on this podcast. The jury will find us innocent. <laughs> um... So, so welcome to Anti Aspects, where we fuck you, fuck your aspect, fuck your we we hate the little things 
in stuff in art. Um, uh huh. So That's great intro, Amy. So if you haven't listened to the normal podcast, we appreciate little things in art, but this is our special opposite episode where we complain about a little thing in art. Um, That's. That's fun. That's fun. This is a fun concept for an episode. This is a fun. It's just w- welcome to an episode where we just fucking complain. Sorry. Okay. Interesting. Um, you know, I, I, on the one hand, I want to try and, you know, take something of a positive spin on this episode anyway, but I don't know if that's going to be possible with my thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's your, what's your thing? All right, it's finally time to do the podcast, everyone. Uh, I'm I'm so excited to uh, bring you to this dark place with me. Okay, so Pokemon. Oh, it's a Pokemon thing. Mm. It's it's a Pokemon thing. I I feel like I am you know somewhat well known as a lover of Pokemon. Yes, that is one of your three like if if you had like three things on a dating TV show, one of <laughs> uh-huh. them would be Pokemon. Yes, it would. Yes, it would. At at some point during my life, I I think around like generation five or six, I could name every Pokemon in the Pokedex in order. Oh my god, that's crazy. I can't, I can't do that anymore, but I still know a lot about Pokemon, and I know all of them, I think, but just, I don't know all their names Oh yeah, who's anymore. Turtwig? Okay, well, Turtwig Generation 4, the little uh, turtle guy, has a little uh, leaf on the head, uh, evolves into Grottle and into Torterra after that. And what noise does he make? Oh, well, um, you know what? I'm going to give it a shot, and then you can in post play Turtwig's actual noise, (laughs) and we'll see how close I get. Okay. Hmm. (laughs) That's not it. That's not it at all, but that's that's the noise. That's the noise I've made. Thank you very much. We're done. Yep. All right. So, um, anyways. Okay. So, I, I love Pokemon. I love all of them. I uh, have the strong opinion that every single Pokemon is good, except for Jinx. Oh, Jinx, yeah. Jinx, Jinx is the only bad Pokemon. Fuck all Jinx. other ones are good. Yeah. Um. Uh. But and you know what? I I think that all all Pokemon games have their merits, except one. Oh. I I I am not a fan of Pokemon X and Y. Okay. I I do not like these games at all. I think they're they're kind of just trash. Um I could talk about li- uh, fucking anything here. I could talk <laughs> about how the game looks like absolute dog shit. Uh I could talk about the weird desaturation in the palette that just makes it look gross. I could talk about how there's too many characters and none of them are good. <laughs> I could talk about how the roller skates are fun in concept, but end up being too annoying because, like, it it doesn't replace a run. It just replaces your walk. <laughs> so your default speed is too fast. Oh, my goodness. Um, I I could talk about a lot of stuff. I don't I don't like this generation at all. The Pokemon are fine. The, the, there are some good Pokemon in this one. They're fine. It's it not my favorite as far as generations go, but it's fine. Mm-hmm. But my biggest my biggest issue with the oh god the region itself sucks ass. It just, oh anyway sorry <laughs> um uh it's just like the it is so it just everything is a straight line. Everything's a straight line, and then you go back to Lumio City, and it's just like. Ah, oh, sorry. The power is out in this street. You can't go here. Like, oh my god. Yeah. I fucking... Ugh, I really, I really do not like Gen 6. If you like Gen 6, you're fine. You're allowed to disagree with me. I support you. But you're not gonna like what I have to say. Yeah. <laughs> um. I, when I got Pokemon X, I played up until you ride a big spiky guy in a cave and then I stopped playing and I think that's like the first or second city. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Um, oh, yeah, I kind of remember. I don't remember which Pokemon you ride. I don't either. I just remember it was a Is big Is it Rhyhorn? I think it's Rhyhorn. Oh, maybe it's Rhyhorn. Yeah. Um, anyway. Um, so, I want to talk about the plot. I want to talk about the story of Pokemon X and Y. Let's talk the, about the plot. I don't even know what the plot is. It's bad. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. So, uh, the plot in Pokemon X and Y almost doesn't exist. Oh! Uh, yeah. Um, uh, essentially nothing happens throughout the entirety of the game. So, okay. I, I do have, like, a, a, a summary of the plot in front of me. I'm just, I'll reference it if I need to. Uh, I did not do any research for this. I'm just going off of what is in my heart. Yeah. I'm gonna do the same, don't worry. Cool. Love it. Great. Glad. Okay. So in Pokemon X and Y, right, you first, you start off the game and you are immediately thrown into this uh, group of friends who I all hate. <laughs> I hate them all. They're, they're all bad. There's what, Tierno, who I think is the dancing one. He cares about Pokemon. Basically, all of these characters are just to divide up the uh like the pokemon experiment experience as if it's even possible to specialize like it's like it's possible to just specialize in moves yeah i do moves like yeah my pokemon have moves. moves yeah my all my pokemon have moves i'm so exciting um he doesn't even use dance pokemon that are known for dancing there are several moves in Pokemon that are Swords Dance, mm-hmm. that's one right off the bat. Quiver Dance, he doesn't use those. Um, uh, gosh, there's Shauna, who is, uh, who is like eight years old, but for some reason the game keeps posing her as your love interest, hmm. and I fucking hate that. Yeah. Uh, there's Trevor, who is. I don't even... He's a nerd. That's all he is, is he's a big dweeb. Um, yeah, we don't like character- nerds in Pokemon. <laughs> no, but I like... These characters have exactly one character trait each. Mm-hmm. Tierno likes Pokemon moves. Trevor is a nerd. Shauna likes the player. And uh, your rival, uh, either Callum or Serena... Uh, their only personality trait is that they're worse than you. <laughs> That's it. They spend the entire game just being like, damn, I'm worse at Pokemon than you are. Guess I should give up. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That's all they do. Um, there's supposed to be this like big climactic fight at on like a bridge near the end of the game where they fight you. And it's it's just like nothing. It feels like nothing. Every single route, these four characters walk up and interrupt whatever you're doing to be like, to just say nothing. Mm-hmm. To just be like, haha, I still like moves. Haha, I'm still completing the Pokedex. Haha, I'm still worse than you. Like, there's truly nothing going on. I hate these characters. Mm-hmm. Um, so, as you go out through the story, right? Um, and by I put story in the biggest quotes that I have available. Yeah. Um, uh, fucking 128 point font. Let's go. <laughs> um, uh, so there are, there are more characters. There are Cena and Dexio who are kind of introduced as being like, almost like a magical duo in that they have their like personas with masks on. And then, they're actually research assistants, so they have the secret identities. It never comes up. It's not a thing. It's introduced once, as far as I remember, and then basically never comes up again. Oh. Um, yeah, it's really stupid. Uh, and then you get into Lumio City, the central hub of the region, uh, and uh, it is this, like, you walk into a cafe 
and the main villain is there. But he's like, I'm not the main villain, even though I am saying shit like, damn, I'd love to reshape the world in my image. Anyway, <laughs> I'm not the villain. Like, I'm just any, a centrist, like, dude. Yeah. <laughs> um, Like, seriously, like, this guy walks up to you, Lysander, he walks up to you, and he's just like, damn, it would sure be great to, uh, to like eradicate all non-beautiful things anyway not the villain peace out i have my own team but not the villain peace out Mm -hmm. like seriously it's ridiculous um uh and oh my god um so then uh i don't know you just walk around and do nothing for a while there's a scene where uh you where just like for no reason a snorlax is blocking the path because it's just like haha this is we're we're referencing gen one again all right cool mm-hmm. so you go to get the polka flute uh and you have to do a really annoying thing in a mansion where you have to like um uh what's the fucking word that dogs do to sheep herd herd you have to herd a dog in a hedge maze. Uh, and then the owner of the mansion is just like, ah, come come on and watch some fireworks. And then you and Shauna have a, like, pseudo-romantic moment. But mm-hmm. you, like, but again, she looks like she's, like, eight. And you look like you're at max 14. But also, like, me playing, I'm, like, when it came out, I was like, fucking 18 or whatever as it's like actually no it must have been younger when it came out but anyway either way even when i was in high school playing the game it's just like this is fucking gross yeah this feels gross as hell and it frankly only gets grosser the older i get mm-hmm. like like why 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 have that scene yeah why make this fucking illusion that this fucking eight-year-old is even capable of giving that kind of, like, romantic consent. Like, it's just, like, it's horrendous. It's awful. Mm-hmm. I hate it. I hate it so much. Um, uh, I have always hated that. It yeah. honestly is my most hated scene in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, what the fuck, Game Freak? I'm just, just gotta say, what the fuck? Um, and then, I don't know, you uh, walk around for a while, and it's just like, ah, Mega Evolution sure is mysterious. I wonder... <laughs> what's that I wonder what's going on. wonder what's going on with Mega Evolution. And then you walk in a building, and a lady is like, hey, here's a stone to do Mega Evolution. All right, mystery over. <laughs> like, okay. Like, this, it's, this game just, like, brings up potentially interesting plot elements. Yeah. And then does nothing with them. Yeah. Um, there's also the whole thing about how, uh, the region was, uh, formed after a great Pokemon war where, uh, two countries, I think, went to war with each other and then used Pokemon and we're like, there's this whole sort of like ethics thing about like, you know, putting Pokemon in, like, actual danger and using them as tools for war. Um, and the previous king, uh, uh, fucking, what's his goddamn name? It's stupid. Uh, AZ, right. Uh, uh, just, like, deciding to make a big weapon and eradicate a bunch of people in Pokemon. Um... And that's interesting, but they don't really do anything with it, Aww. pretty much. Yeah. Um, like, that is just the backstory. What I've explained is all there is about it. Oh, wow. Um, and, then, uh, uh, and then Lysander, for extremely nebulous reasons, wants to uh, destroy, you, like, revive the weapon and use it to eradicate everything on Earth, except for his friends, basically. Mm, yeah. And it's just like, all right, okay, 
Gen, Gen, Gen 4 had a way better version of this story, but okay. Yeah, fucking water and shit. What am I thinking of the right one? I'm thinking water? The, the water guy, the guy who wanted to cover the world in ocean. That's Gen 3. Oh. I'm talking about uh, uh, Team Galactic uh, uh, wanting to uh, destroy the world and rebuild it uh, in Cyrus's image. Uh, because, um, I forget Cyrus's actual motivation here, uh, but that the, like, way that he got there and the way the story unfolded was, like, way more interesting, and the way the, like, the Pokemon were abused for his purpose, like... Yeah, no, for sure. I I remember loving the plot of Diamond. Yeah, it's, it's it's a much more interesting story to me. It's not, like super deep but it's more interesting yeah um uh but uh but anyway right so az is alive still oh is that the dude who says after 1000 years maybe okay uh i uh um oh yeah i know you know i know what you're saying the meme Yeah. yeah yeah that's the guy he's super tall okay he's like twice the height of any other character in the game um, fucking There's... real quick, sorry, you just yeah. reminded me, I played charades with, um, the senior residents at work today, and, um, uh-huh. oh, we were playing Pictionary, so they get a word and they have to draw it, and so this guy, he draws a hat, and then he draws a stick figure, and uh-huh. then, um, I was like, I don't know, I don't know what it is, I give up, he's like, it's tall, <laughs> the word <laughs> is tall, because I drew a man with a hat, and I'm like, I can't! Oh my god. Um, but yeah, okay. So, the reason why AZ created the weapon was because his, uh, his, his favorite Pokemon died, and, and then he used the weapon to bring the Pokemon back to life, and the Pokemon was like, hey, you killed a bunch of Pokemon, fuck you, and then went away, right? Mm -hmm. And, and then, and then literally, you just, you go... And you beat Lysander in a Pokemon battle, and then the story ends. Oh, okay. And then, like, nothing gets resolved. Like, nothing even happened, really, but nothing gets resolved either. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing even gets developed. Like, there are there, the characters in this game have one personality trait each. Mm-hmm. And just some of them get a slightly more interesting character trait. Mm-hmm. And then one of the final scenes of the game is after you beat the Elite Four, uh, AZ comes back, asks the player for a battle, you win, and then he's like, ah, I know what it's like to be a trainer again. And then the flow out comes back and reunites with him, and then th- that scene ends and there's no more. Oh, okay. So. And it's like, what does fuck, like, what the fuck does, like, what's the point? What's the point? Like, what even happened? How does this fucking absolve you of massacre? Yeah. Of genocide? How does this fucking absolve you of that? Yeah. How does how does any of this fucking... It's nothing. It's nothing. Yeah. It's absolutely nothing. And, like, it's to the point where um, there were the... Um, God, what were they called? Pokemon Generations? Uh, I can't remember. But it was the Pokemon animated... Things they did where they animated certain oh yeah I know what you're talking or about moments from different Pokemon games yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, they were really really cool and added some interesting depth to some of the characters or expanded on certain scenes or whatever the one for the scene with Az of him having his battle with the player that's the scene that they chose for X and Y. And it goes exactly as it does in the game. Nothing changes. Nothing is added. Nothing is introduced. Nothing. No depth is added because there is truly nothing there. And the animators knew it. <laughs> yeah. They could not add anything mm-hmm. because it just there was just nothing where they could add stuff and explain on stuff in the other stories. Um, nothing fucking happens in Pokemon X and Y, and. 
it's one of the many reasons why I fucking hate those games. Well, that's why it's called Pokemon X and Y, because it's Pokemon X, X means nothing, and then Pokemon Y of why was it made. <laughs> God, that laugh clipped the audio so bad. Uh, <laughs> that, that's looking good. That's good shit. That's like the, uh, that's... That's like the, um, uh, why do they call it the Xbox 360? Because you, when you, you see it, you turn 300 degrees. Uh, I, I love that bit because you're just walking back at the Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, that's my thing. Pokemon X and Y fucking sucks ass. All right. That's my hot take. Anyone who disagrees with me is correct because it's opinions on this shit can't really be wrong. You know what? I say thank you because now I don't have to feel guilty about only doing one town in that game. And now I don't no, now you I don't. don't need to play it ever again. No, you don't. You do not need to uh, trust me. Listen, y'all, 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 if you are out there and you uh just really want to get into Pokemon and you haven't played Pokemon X and Y, don't yeah. Just don't. Um, yeah. Don't. Play Diamond. Or play, apparently, Black and White 2 is apparently a really, really good one. I've yeah, I, I've... I've... I couldn't really get that into Gen 5, but I can recognize what it's doing. At least the story is really interesting. There's a... Yeah. There's a bunch of stuff going on. I couldn't get uh, it into it's it still, either, but it's supposed to have a yeah, really, it, really good story. Yeah, it's supposed to have a really good story. It has the same problem uh, of Gen 6, of... Uh, your friends stopping to talk to you every single route. Mm. Um, and that is annoying. But after Gen 6, uh, where it's every route sometimes twice or three times a route, Yikes. you know what? Gen 5 gets away with it. <laughs> <laughs> they get a pass. Um, so Pokemon has been uh, obliterated. Yeah, fucking obliterated. Um, now it's my turn. This is something that I have been, I've ranted to so many people about this thing, but now I get to do it on a podcast, so that makes it official. Um. Yeah. Today, I'm going to be fucking complaining about the ending of How I Met Your Mother. Oh, uh, okay. Here we go. Because <laughs> here's the thing. I can I can follow you on this one because I did watch all of How I Met Your Mother. Me too. So let's meet Amy from like, I don't know, 2013 or some shit. The TV was playing and I randomly caught an episode of How I Met Your Mother. And I was like, wow, this is really funny. I guess I'll watch all of it. And then I watched uh -huh. all of it. And then season nine was happening, which is the final season. So I'm going to I'm going to give some background for people who don't know what How I Met Your Mother is. How I Met Your Mother is about a guy named Ted recalling the entire story of how he met his children's mother. Um that's the plot. Of course, uh-huh. It's 9 seasons. So it kind of goes in all different directions and also Yeah, I I love imagining Ted just sitting his kids down and then a year later finishing the story yeah it's fucking hilarious because they literally the actors like compared to the first season to the last season like the kids are still there and they are like five years older yeah 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 um <laughs> so disclaimer i haven't seen this show since i was like in middle school or near Same. the beginning of high school so it probably i probably did not age well there's probably a bunch of shitty stuff in it um I just remember Almost it certainly. was yeah it was really impactful to me growing up i remember there were a lot of good episodes that had good lessons that taught me a lot as a kid um but i i i don't know i'm not gonna recommend it because i haven't watched it in 10 years um but there's characters and fucking okay oh, this tv show oh this tv show this, this tv show has characters this tv show is essentially friends um it, there's just mm -hmm. a group of people there's ted there's the the couple that's in love i forgot their name there's barney who's a player dude and then there's robin who's ted's quote-unquote love interest even though the whole thing's about you know how he fell in love with an, um, another mother so um essentially there's 
a number of seasons where Ted and Robin are dating. And ultimately, it falls out because they just don't mesh well together. They're way better as friends. And it's established yeah. over many, many times. Like, they try to date each other a lot, and it doesn't work out. And then, as the season progress, as the show progresses even more, Robin and Barney sort of have a thing for each other. And, um, like, I don't know. Uh, once again, I I'm reciting this all just from memory and haven't really looked up anything. But like, I remember genuinely liking them together, and it seemed they had actual chemistry chemistry compared to, um, Robin and Ted. Um, yeah. And so, the entire ninth season, the entire final season is set in one place, and that mm -hmm. is the hotel that they are all staying at before Robin and Barney get married. Now, a little more- it, it, Hold on. Isn't it- Sorry, am I completely wrong? Isn't the final season between uh, the marriage of Ted and the the new lady? No. I forget her name. The final episode is about that, I think. But no, the entire last season is between Barney and Robin getting married. Okay, I misremembered then, I guess. I mean, I, well, I'll double check it just to be sure, but I'm pretty sure that's what I remember. Because I, I remember sometime in season eight, they introduce uh, the character that is supposed to be, like, definitively... They do. Uh, like, it's in the ninth season, they, like, they put in tiny little moments in the future with Ted and the lady he's supposed to love, but they still haven't shown how they met. Um... But yeah, okay, the entire, yep, I'm right. The entire ninth season is is actually Robin and Barney's wedding. It goes on for 24 episodes, and they get married on the 23rd episode. Um, okay. The 22nd episode, it's like, I'm reading the description, 22nd is 30 minutes before the wedding. Um, the 21th. The 21st episode, one day before the wedding, a f old friend of the gang shows up to the wedding the day before um, they, you know, oh, wait, the, the 19th, the morning of the wedding, um, oh my 18th, God. also the morning of the wedding, um, the 17th, the day of the wedding. But yeah, it's all fucking the wedding. Um, anyways, why am I so mad about this? Because the second to last episode Barney and Robin get married. We get an entire season of them, you know, having second thoughts about their, about getting married and, you know, <clears throat> reinvigorating their relationship and realizing, yes, this is right. Because the whole fucking season is about their wedding. And guess what? They get married. And then the next episode, they fucking get divorced. They fucking get divorced. <laughs> they had an entire season about them getting married. And then the next, the last episode, they get divorced. And it's not even, it's like maybe 10 minutes in the final episode too. It's like, you know, oh my God. future playback or whatever. And they're like, oh yeah, we just decided we're not, we're not about that life. And it's like, dude, if, if they were just going to have Barney and Robin, like be in a relationship together and like end it, that's fine. Whatever. But you fucking forced me to be in a hotel for a wedding for an entire season. Get out of here. And so that's reason number one while, why the finale yeah. sucks. Um, yeah. Reason number two is that um, th the... Okay. So once again, the show is called How I Met Your Mother. Yes. At the... Throughout the entire show, they sh they have tiny little hints of, like, you know, almost meeting each other or leaving an item behind and stuff. Like, there's a whole thing about a yellow umbrella and how it's actually the moms, but they don't find out until they meet and stuff. And, like, you know, you have nine seasons of building up these tiny little events and things where Ted is like, yeah. that day your mother was there and I didn't even know it. And your mom was here and I didn't know it and so much. You're like, who is this person? And then, you know, also throughout the ninth season, you know who she is, but because like of the, of the, there, there's, there's episodes with her in it, but they just haven't met yet. And it's just how, like how other characters met her literally episode mm -hmm. 16th of the ninth season is how your mother met me. And it's like the entire first episode 
technically, or it's like an entire episode replicated, for, except from the perspective of the mom. Um, and it's cool and stuff. So, you know, this show is called How I Met Your Mother. Guess what? The last episode, they finally meet. It is, it is actually a really cute scene. Um, but then as soon as they meet, it's like, it's also like mixed match between past and future of like, oh, before they even show the scene of they meet, uh, of them meeting, we've already seen the scene of them getting married. Um, so it's like, it's kind yeah. of, it kind of defeats the buildup when you've already seen them together. And then, yeah. you know, then you're finally getting to see how they meet. It's like, no, you're, you really want to see just how they meet for the first time. Um, but no, that's not even what I want to talk about. Guess what? Spoiler alert, the motherfucking dies. The motherfucking dies. The motherfucking dies. Um I I I to this day I still can't believe this fucking decision that they made of of <laughs> And you know, maybe maybe if they did it a little better, I would have liked it more. I would have understood it more, but like it, it was just so frustrating, no. like, introducing, no. having an entire show about a person, and, like, it would have been more heartwarming if it was, like, you know, here's, here, let me explain why it wasn't written good. Because, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes, 5 minutes, I don't fucking remember, after you find out that the mother died, Ted finally finishes his story of how he met the kid's mother. And you know what the kids do? They say, uh... Dad, you should date your friend Robin. You remember our dead mom? Who cares about her? Go date your friend Robin. And so the very last scene of the show, called How I Met Your Mother, and the mom's dead, Ted runs back and falls in love with Robin. Remember how we had like a season or two showing that they weren't good together and they were just friends? Just kidding. <laughs> They're meant to be. I... I I remember it happening differently and and maybe I am completely wrong here but I thought that the in the uh, final episode it turned out that Robin was the mother and that the mother and that the lady that they showed was just a full fake out No that, that's what that, I remember that happening That was for sure their mom well, I think I'm, I mean now, I think I'm so. Let me now it. I need a double double check because I could have this is what happens when you don't see something for 10 years. Oh. Okay, so no, you were you were right. I was wrong. Okay. But but uh there is an alternate ending. There is an alternate ending. I have not seen it. I haven't seen the alternate I haven't ending cuz I didn't know it fucking existed until today. And honestly, yeah. I don't know if I want to watch it. Yeah, uh, so, uh, so the DVD ending, uh, undoes her, uh, the mother dying. Really? Yeah. Oh my god. It undoes it. Wow. It's a, it's a, D it was for the DVD, and, uh, it, it basically cuts off early, and then future Ted narr narrates, see, easy, and that, kids, is how I met your mother. End of show. Oh my god. Um, and, uh, it does say, uh, this version of Last Forever Part 2 is considered canon by most fans as the original ending left most fans <laughs> distraught. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. That is fucking hilarious that they made an alternate ending. Um. Yeah, because they fucked up so bad. They fucked, they fucked up, up so, so bad. They fucked up so bad. I, okay. I will say that the original ending, um... The version that I thought where he was already dating Robin by this point, uh, I misremembered that completely. And I have been holding that annoyance in my heart for a long time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because there was in the first season after he meets Robin, the kids ask, oh, is that our mom? And he's like, oh, no, that's your aunt Robin. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> so, so you misremembered it. <laughs> So I misremembered and was like, they just full broke continuity. Oh but my no, God. they they didn't full break continuity. They just made a stupid decision. Yeah, they just made a shitty, stupid decision. And apparently from an interview um, that I watched on YouTube earlier today, 
Um, I don't know if this is true, but apparently they had been planning that ending for years. Um, and I'm just like, why? But why? How did you, how did nobody like how did nobody sit any of those writers down and be like, hey, <laughs> look, this idea sucks. What you what you have done sucks. Yeah. It's like the epitome of How I Met Your Mother is that Ted is a quote-unquote weird dude. And the excitability of waiting to see who would be a good fit to be his partner is what's so fun about it. Because, like, he's he's weird, he's quirky, he has a bunch of weird interests, and he's also also really smart. and And you want to see him be partnered with someone like him. And throughout the whole show, you you know, you meet lots of interesting and fun characters, but none of them seem to fit with him. And, you know, also this is super, you know, heteronormative and uh, fucking uh, what's what the opposite of um, poly. What's the mono? Uh, Mo- very, yeah, mono- monogamous. Very, very yeah. monogamous, um, you know, ideals. Um, but then also like this, this whole show, like, it's like, yeah, but this this person exists and they're cool and you can tell because they've left like little things like this and stuff and it's exciting and you finally meet them in the final season and they and I are really likeable. liked her. Yeah. I I really I really liked her. I really liked them together. Yeah. Like it really works. Um and then and then they, I'm I'm sorry, I'm reading an article or skimming an article, I should say. Uh, from because you Google the ending, and then the first thing that pops up is this article from IndieWire of uh of them saying it's time to forgive the ending of How I Met Your Mother, and I'm like, <laughs> no, 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 it's not. Um, no, that that uh, one of the head uh one of the headers of the article is you had to see this coming. And I was like, no, no one did. No one did. You're not smarter for predicting a dumb ending. Yeah. Um, not to call out the person who wrote out this Andrew Wire article. I'm sure they're fine. Yeah. Audi- I, I think audiences should never feel the... F- you should never... <sighs> There's a difference between a good twist and a bad twist. Yeah. A good twist uh, builds off of... Uh, clues and foreshadowing and themes that have been built throughout the entire show or movie or whatever. A bad twist is something that com- comes completely out of nowhere and breaks everything that you thought that the piece of art was supposed to be about. Yeah. If this is a bad twist, this is absolutely because, a bad twist. Because, like Amy was saying, the themes of this show. The story and the plot and the all of it are about how Ted and Robin do not work together. They do not have what it takes to be in a relationship. And Barney and uh, the married couple that I can't re- I think one of them's name is Lily. Lily and Marshall? Yeah, Lily and Marshall. Um, they are, in the story, those three characters are foils to the idea that Robin and Ted could ever be like a long-term married relationship. Yeah. And everything builds up to like Ted is this sad loser who just like wants to be in a relationship for the sake of being in a relationship and has this like like he does have feelings for Robin but they are not compatible but he keeps wanting to make it work because she's the only person in his life who like he feels that like he feels that it's close enough yeah and the point is the waiting and the point is that like you can go through all of this hardship and like at the end find yourself in something completely new and amazing and uh like great for you know everyone involved yeah and and the show is building up to that and then at the end it's just like haha never mind i've got a knife yeah literally it's like you know the only thing that like ted and robin are good friends because intellectually they understand each other and you know 
They they're 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 good friends, but that's it. Yeah. They yeah. like on a tender level, they can't be there for each other. And yeah. it's been proven too many times and I don't know. It's just just it just sucks and it just i remember being i remember just being so excited like catching up to the show finally for the ninth season and actually getting to watch it weekly um yeah and just i remember sitting there i remember the room i was in and sitting there wide eyes wide open tears in my face surprised when the credits roll and i was like what are you fucking serious Oh, you know what? You know why I think I got confused mm. is because I watched it at about the same time that you did, and I was there when the final season was airing. So I did almost the same thing that you did: is that I caught up to the ninth season and then was watching it as it aired. And then I didn't watch the finale in time. I didn't. I was a. I don't know where I was. I was at school or work or whatever, and. So I missed the final episode and then I saw online people talking about it. Oh. I was like, I'm not I'm not going to watch this. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't I did not watch the final episode because I had it spoiled for me and I was like this is not worth it. Yeah. And you're totally fair too. And and also now that I'm thinking about it cuz I I I did rewatch the final scene a little bit ago. It is it is pretty disappointing that like the scene that Ted and the mom meet, it is just jam fucking packed with all the references that they ever made to the mother in this one scene. Cause she's holding an umbrella and he's like, Hey, this is my umbrella. And she's like, no, it's not. I got it from. And then he's like, there's a Patrick's day club. And also you're the roommate. And she's like, also you're the professor. And it's like, you know, they don't have to, like, if you gave it, inst- okay, instead of dedicating all of your time into having a wedding that's going to end in divorce on the final episode, how about you dedicate more of the time to, I don't know, letting them meet and actually not just have one conversation of me? I don't know. <sighs> Anyways, I don't think I have any more to say. I'm just sad and disappointed, and uh, it, fu- it fucked me up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Those those scars still run deep. Yeah. And it's like, I don't regret watching the show because there were a lot of life lessons that I really appreciated. But God, if... Yeah. I There was, like... The show was fun. I feel like I mostly watched it as, as being the antithesis to Friends. Yeah. Um, because Friends is terrible as a show. and <laughs> I watched all of it, too. Uh, and uh well it was friends was playing like on loop in my house because it's one of the three shows my mom will watch um but uh but the um like i was watching it because i didn't want to watch friends yeah and everyone was watching friends and so how i met my how i met your mother was like the the other side of that coin uh and um and uh what was i saying Oh right, there were some fun things in it. Yeah. I I I just want to sh- I just want to shout out the fact that whenever that they mentioned smoking weed on the show, they replaced it with eating sandwiches because this was a story being told to kids. Yeah. Uh, and I I think that's fun. I also wild amount of sex talk in the show, considering that it's being told to kids <laughs> that you can't talk about weed. But okay. Yeah. It, yeah. Um, I don't remember jack shit about the show, except there was a lot of drama and a goat. There was a goat in an episode. Um, uh, yeah, probably, yeah. Um, so, moral of the story is that... <laughs> moral of the story. Let's see. You can have a plot with, you know, hidden things for the audience to see and wonder about and, you know foreshadowing and stuff like that but foreshadowing doesn't fucking matter if it doesn't it doesn't have a payoff at the end can can i take a swing because i feel like that's mostly aimed at your that's mostly aimed at my thing i'm still just mad about it yeah (laughs) that's fair that's fair let me let me take a swing let me take a swing uh so the moral of the story is um you you can have a story where 
it's this whole interwoven connection of things um, and intersecting characters and plot lines and all of that leading up to, you know, something cool. Or you can have a really simple story and uh, have, you know, very simple characters. And, And both can work, but it's all about execution. Yeah. And if you can't see the glaring flaws, then... Or can't understand why people would not like those glaring flaws, then, I don't know, maybe try a different career. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> this, time, this time, the moral of the story gets to be mean. Uh, this is the only time where the moral of the story gets to be yeah, mean. Yeah, the moral of the story is mean. Hey, if your whole fucking show is based off of the ending, then maybe fucking know what the ending is when you first write the show, okay? Or maybe just okay. you're not good at endings. Endings are important. That's the moral of the endings story. Are important. Is that endings are important. Speaking of endings, End- yeah. thanks for listening to Anti Aspects. Um, fuck you. Can I? Hey, can, wow. Okay. No, can I'll I take that out? Go for it. Now, um, uh, well, okay. I think it would be fun to be like, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Go fuck yourself. Uh, don't believe in yourself. <laughs> yes. But, but, but. Can we just uh, let's do let's do a little check in. Let's do a little check in here. Um, this episode was mean, and that uh, is a ve- it's a d- very different energy. Yeah, it's a very different energy for this show. We usually so I try just wanna... to be very inspirational, but <laughs> yes, you know what? This the... is inspirational we're... because it it gives me the spite and inspiration to write my own stories and make them good and say, see, <laughs> you can write a good one. You can do it good. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. All right. Well, I was going to try and wind us down, but I don't think that that's happening. Um, so, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you okay, Amy? Yeah, I'm okay. You all right? I quit my job today. <laughs> you did. You quit your job today and I'm very proud of you. Um, well, uh, uh, it's anti-aspect, so I'm going to start the outro this time. Go fuck yourself. Go pee on yourself. What? Um, um, die. (laughs) No! Um, be- What happened to don't believe in yourself? Don't believe in yourself. Thank you. All right. (laughs) Let's go. See you next time. (laughs) Bye.